Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. Friday morning rolls around again. Sadly, Chris Nelson is paying the price for a big Magic Millions week. He is struggling today, so that means, which is good news, Sammy Highland joins me again. Morning, Sam. How are you? Mark, great to be with you. A second week in a row for the punters, mate. And wow, well, what a week it's been. Uh, There's plenty going on, isn't there? Magic Millions, um, out of 10. Give it a rating, Sam. Uh, well, gee, you'd have to say 10, but I, I suppose that leaves it... Uh, uh, With no, nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, no more room to, 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 to improve. And I think it it, uh, it just, uh, we've said it uh, time and time again, it just gets bigger and stronger every year. It's it's fantastic. But, uh, what you know, it, it's a great couple of weeks, uh, you know, starting off with the tab wave and then uh, obviously... Uh, Plenty of partying going on, the polo, the show jumping, uh, the sales, and, and then uh, finishing off with, with a great uh, race day. I think Kieran Ma is uh, is definitely been the highlight of uh, of the couple of weeks. His horses are, are flying. He spent up a fortune. I think he's walked away with over 35 horses uh, from, from the sales, and, uh, and they're all filled up. So, uh, you know, it's... Uh, he is a man in demand, and why wouldn't he be? He's an outstanding trainer. It's it's such a, a great operation that that he runs, Kieran Ma Racing, and and Coolangatta. Well, she was fantastic. Uh, probably didn't go as hard as as you know, I've seen in in Reese, in uh, Magic Millions two year old classics gone by. You know, I I think uh, she jumped and put herself right there. James McDonald made sure that she put herself on the bunny and then. Soon as he pushed the button, wow, she she was uh, fantastic. She's got a massive future, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm expecting uh, she will keep improving. Mark, Golden Slipper, could yeah, could definitely. Um, you know, Kieran Ma, he knows what it takes to to win this race, and and then and then carry on. Um, uh, we, we saw that with away game, and and she is uh, she's a, a good bit of stuff, isn't she? And Cool and Gatter, I think, looks uh, looks better. And do you know what? There, there is, with with just a bit of a break under her belt and and a little bit more time, she's only going to be bigger and stronger coming back next time. Um, so yeah, they they definitely haven't reached the the top yet with her. Over ninety percent clearance rate sales wise at the Magic Millions. Uh, from a racing perspective, Queensland racing perspective, turnover was up again. But over 90% clearance rate and some big money spent on uh, on the horses down there. Um, it has become, I know the Easter yearling sales are big down in Sydney, et cetera, but the Magic Millions, uh, the whole package, the sales, the racing, the location, 
um, the partying, as you mentioned, and the ancillary. You mentioned the show jumping, the polo, etc. There's nothing like it, is it? It's it's unique. They do it so well, and it's just uh, it is the thing to do at this time of year. You get to the new year, and it and it's uh, let's head up to the Gold Coast. And if you're a racing uh, participant, whether you're an owner. A breeder, a, a trainer, a strapper, a jockey, uh, everyone wants to be on the Gold Coast for, for Magic Millions. And uh, so it's, yeah, it, it's just a, a great couple of weeks and, and they just do it so well. But as you say, the, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're in unusual times, aren't we, with this pandemic, yet people people are spending money, you know. Uh, the, the sales, the prices were, were through the roof and, uh, again, Kieran Ma, he, he was leading the charge. He bought a horse for $1.7 million. It's, mm. uh, it's not without, too, not... without a syndicate set up already, they just went out and wanted it. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's uh, it's not to be sneezed at, as they say, is it? Now, we've been, you've been speaking about trainers and jockeys from interstate, but it was a big day for one of our local trainers too, with Tony Gollum, an isotope. What a story that is, the return of isotope. Yeah, and she's been obviously given the necessary time to... to uh, you know, come back in, in good order and she has exactly that. She's well, she's come back better, I think. And um uh, but it's important, you know, when with connections and, and trainers uh, uh with these horses when they have hiccups that they that they have a bit of patience and give them give them the time and that's exactly what's happened with Isotope and now they're reaping their rewards and and uh yeah, another that uh is going to keep improving. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, a magic, magic millions. Uh, you mentioned the races in the weeks before. They were got lucky with the weather um, because it's rained again this week in southeast Queensland starting yesterday. So if they're at the Gold Coast today or tomorrow, it might be a, you know, a, a soft seven potential or even in the heavy range after the rain that's been falling the last 24 hours. But they got lucky. The day was a perfect day weather-wise. Um, the racing was great. We had that great story of isotope. The sales were good. Um, the show jumping and the uh, polo. And I still think one of the great spectacles is the barrier draw with the horses on on the beach running past Surface Paradise. It's so popular, isn't it, uh, every year? Um, and, you know, the jockeys and everybody wants to be involved in, in that morning, the barrier draw. And mm. uh, it's it's good. It's good. It's just good for the public to, to go yeah. down the and beach big and crowds. be big able crowds to watch that yeah. and pat the horses and get up close and, to see exactly what happens, it's 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 a great thing. Now, another jockey in the news. I know it's got nothing to do with Queensland, but Paddy Welsh is devastated, <laughs> right? Because he's get out in WA on a Saturday afternoon. Um, <laughs> Willie Pike in the last in WA may not be that way for much longer because the great man is heading east potentially. Gee, it's an interesting story, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so. With the uh, vaccination mm. rules, uh, Willie Pike is is now making the move over to New South Wales um, or Sydney, and uh, I tell you what, it'll be it'll be tougher, Mark. It, it'll be tougher for him. He is an outstanding jockey, and uh, I'm sure you know he he will do well. But it will not be a walk in the park. It's it is so competitive the jockey ranks in in Sydney and. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure he'll he'll lean on on the Hawks camp, who is a huge stable and uh, fantastic trainers. And you know, if they support him uh, straight off the straight off the mark, he's going to get winners. But um, at the same time, it's it it won't be he he won't be able to dominate. Oh, I'd be surprised if he can dominate like he does uh, in Perth. Yeah. Anyway, we have to take a break. We've got a mate of yours coming on after the break. Hello. Hopefully. 
Noel Callow. Good I'm up. a little bit nervous because I've seen <laughs> well, you, Noel. You inter- should be. <laughs> I've seen Noel interviewed on the TV a number of times, and I, I might just say, Noel, good morning, and leave it to you two because I don't know what what do I expect. Uh, do you know what? Uh, your guess is as good as mine because Callow he can throw up anything, but uh, he's a good laugh and uh, good for racing. Very good for racing. Well, let's hope he's good for the punters, mate, because we will take a break here, and it's all thanks to Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. A break, and back with King Kello. For 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year, Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. With Mark Braybrook and Sam Highland on this Friday morning, Sammy filling in for Chris Nelson. It's all thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility, and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. As I mentioned before the break, Sam, time to catch up with the mate of yours who, like yourself, has made the trip south. I'm surrounded by Victorians. Noel Callow, who is uh, now riding in Queensland and riding really well, is joining us on the line. Noel, good morning. Morning. Uh, sorry, I'm just out walking there. That was a big match up. So <laughs> just, just India, here too, boy. Lo- losing a bit of weight, Callow. Yeah, it's okay, Sammy. Uh... Yeah, sounds good. Now, uh, I must say, I was te- I was telling I was telling Mark. I said, look, Noel Callow is he's a popular jockey Australia wide, and then I thought, well, he's a popular jockey right around the world, Noel Callow. And uh, I tell you what, Noel, you've uh, you've have saddled. And you've been able to travel uh, right around the place and, and find race meetings anywhere, and you have a presence everywhere you go. Yeah, well, I've worked out that um, it doesn't matter what you say uh, or what you do, uh, you just got to get number in the frame, and it speaks all languages all over uh, all countries <laughs> India, Singapore. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Mauritius, uh, you're right, we don't just do what you want. More relaxed than talking about. We're on top, he said, uh, we do what we want. Now, Noel, you've ridden in plenty of places. The move to southeast Queensland, basing yourself on the Gold Coast, um, how have you settled in? It's been, what, about six to eight months now, I think? Um, I've been here 11 months 11, now. 11, wow. Uh, yeah, I purchased a house here in Ashmore, so uh, uh, myself and Renee, my wife, are pretty happy. So uh, uh, the kids are older. My boy's 22 and he's a plumber. I live in my house rent-free uh, in Berwick, uh, as they do these kids these days. <laughs> And my daughter moved over to Adelaide to be an apprentice. She didn't get in the apprentice program in Melbourne, maybe because her father's a bit loud and uh, one of the ex-jockeys uh, who runs it doesn't like it, so that's, that's wasting. But it actually worked in her favour because they use girls more in Adelaide and uh, my parents obviously live in Adelaide. I'm from there and um, she enjoys it over there and she's got about six rides for that Portland. Anyway, she's got amazing Sammy. Like, I checked her ride. She's got 15 rides in three days, and she's only had 48 rides and ridden five winners. Like, wow. Like, when we started, you, you, you had maybe one or two rides at Stony Creek, and you might have ridden for another two weeks. So it's changed. Yeah, it has changed so much. And, gee, you know, we've been watching Stacey closely on, on trackside, obviously, uh, when we cover the meetings in South Australia. And she's going super, isn't she? You must be so happy. Well, yeah, she's going good. Uh, she, she's got a long way to go and she gets lost in staying races, but uh, that's practice. Um, and I'm a hard marker being a father, but uh, you've got to be careful with these kids these days because they like a pat, but any backhander, I think she's hung up on me already three times, uh, but, uh, but, she, but she bounced it back. But um, no, she, she's going good. I'm, I'm happy, but uh, she, was, she was ready to go when, um, uh, when she was going because she had a lot of grounding 
similarly like your Ben Allen and that, uh, she'd done, I think, about 150 uh, trials and all that. So she was ready to go. But um, I'll tell you what, Sammy, being a jockey, it's a very selfish sport because it's not like a football team where you can hug each other and celebrate a goal. You sort of, as you know, you're on your own. Um, the horse can't talk. It's all about you. So it's very selfish. Um, but I didn't think it happened. But I've, everything I've done in my career, uh, I get that much of a thrill out of, out of my uh, daughter winning a race at Fort Lincoln or anything. And I'm sure Pat Island did the same uh, when, when you rode, um, Sammy. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a, that's a fantastic thing. Uh, it's it's great, and you could see that. I saw that footage when Stacey rode her first winner, and someone posted it on social media, and and just thought, uh, gee, to be so far away, but yet watching it, and uh, what a buzz you get at the races to to see that. It's great, and you talk of backhanders. Um, I mean, you yourself in, in your apprenticeship uh, back in the day with McPrice, you'd have caught plenty of backhanders. Yeah, we had about five bouts, me and Mick. Um, <laughs> he won four, and I won the last one, and then uh, he sacked me. So I suppose he won them all, didn't he? But uh, yeah, our lives change, and, um, you know, it's a bit a bit of cotton wool these days, but uh, she didn't hurt me. Imagine if I didn't get those back here and Sammy, I would have turned out a nice old reptile. I think I have anyway. <laughs> now, you've got a couple of uh, nice rides at Doom, and you don't make, it, you don't make the trip... To many other racetracks in Queensland, apart from the Gold Coast, you, you've parked up there and you just love uh, basing yourself there and, and doing uh, most of your work there. But Sea Raider, you got the money on last time round. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice horse. Uh, and there has been a bit of rain about, which suits him. See, now, when he won the other day at the Gold Coast, uh, you didn't have to be a heavy tracker until the last three races. And lucky for him, it was the last race that rain came. For the last three races, it was, you had to be a wet tracker to... Uh, to be any good, and, and he is a wet tracker, and he goes the same on wet as dry. Um, wasn't a pretty ride, but I don't know. I sat through it with no cover. What do you do? I got the cash, so like I said before, uh, number in the frame speaks all languages. And what about teaming up uh, with your old mate Freedy on mix? Yeah, yeah, I've had a, two rides on mix uh, at the Gold Coast, and she's won both times. And then they they said they're going to kill the other day. I said oh, I can't help you there. So uh, <laughs> he got he got the cash. Uh, Sam Pollock got the cash, but. So he's going for four straight. Um, yeah, he's got a, he's got a chance. Uh, I, I think he's pretty short in the market, but um, if I had to pick out of the two, I, I, I think Sea Raiders have got a chance if the track's got a good give in it. Um, yeah, mixie has got a chance, but uh, he's you know he's, he's going for four, and that's not easy. Um, and he's been well placed. So uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll sit and steer, and we'll see if Sammy and can stand and cheer. Now, it has to be an omen bet, too, in the uh, the last uh, Agassi in the middle of the Australian Open. What chance? Uh, zero. Uh, <laughs> I it and it trialled it trialed, uh, okay, but uh, it's too high in the grade there. Um, it's an ex-coming uh, source uh, which has been brought up here, but it'll be late in the Gold Coast on a Sunday. That's why I'm riding it, because uh, I know in a month's time I win a, mate, I'm sorry, I win a class six on the, uh, the Gold Coast, and uh, I think we're about 31, I think we're... 16 in front of the Premiership, uh, so when I when I win that, I'll take that to 7-Eleven, see if I can exchange it for a loaf of bread and see how we go. Carlo, I left work uh, yesterday afternoon and uh, put a, put a uh, message through to you just seeing if you'd come on the punters, mate, this morning. And uh, I thought to myself, what am I going to ask? What's something I can ask Carlo that, that someone wouldn't normally ask? And I, I think, what's the craziest thing you've seen on a race course? In, in your time, Carlo, what is the maddest thing you've seen? Um, well, I've had a few interesting ones in, in Asia, but um, 
Oh, there's actually one when I was in, in Darwin, actually, and I actually didn't get to see it, but I, sh- I wish I did see it. Um, they, uh, I was getting suspended. I, I rode a horse for Graham Rogers and I ran second in the derby. Uh, a horse called Wild Heart and all the genius said he, he can't win the uh, cup. So uh, I took my suspension straight away. What happened? Three months rode it and I won the cup. Anyway, that night, I left the races at about 6.30 at night because I'm getting suspended and I'm t- uh, toys out the cot and all that. Anyway... I found out about two years later that there was a uh, bookmaker, uh, Greg Ingelina, he's uh, mate with John Lee. His bag man, I was the only one, other than the stewards, I was the only one that, let, that was in the, on the course, and uh, he left the bag, there was 150000 on it, and the bag stayed there all night. <laughs> they went back the, the next morning at 6am and got it, it was still there. Wow. <laughs> I wish I had seen that. That was crazy. I wish I had went, ah, well, I'll just go on the... In the bookmaker's ring and, and gather me thoughts. And I always said nothing. I wanted to get walking. I said, how long, how long has this been going on? Uh, That's a true story. But oh, in India, it was pretty crazy. Uh, well, for starters, my first ride in India, I was riding there and looking at a, I don't know, 20-inch screen with cobwebs all over it at the jockey's room. And uh, and I said to the Irish jockey, um, Mark Gallagher, who I rode in Singapore, with said, what's going on here? There's someone on my horse. We've got Ganesh on my horse. with no skull cap on. Legs dangling down. And they said, ah, no, they do that. Quiet them down in the mounting yard, right? So I walk out, went, uh, Ganesh, off, me on. Anyway, <laughs> I wrote it and uh, it pissed him. But um, uh, it was interesting. India, I remember Zara, when Zara was there, we, we rode and uh, he rode a horse and they go, Sydney way of going, or Queensland are going. Anyway, it was, it was hanging out. And on the outside of Bangalore track in India, it's like uh, a, a two-lane sand track on the outside. There's an outside fence for the public, but there's this... Uh, gallop track on the outside of the grass, okay? So Mark Zara's horse was hanging out. He hit the front. He drew the stick over the left hand, uh, hit it, and he went to straighten it up. Anyway, the last 50 metres, it's gone down. A it's had a metre drop, uh, well, half a metre drop down on the sand, and the last 50 metres, it's run on the heavy sand, okay? So uh, they called Mark Zara in after the race, and, and he still won the race. And they called him in after the race, and uh, the steward said, uh, uh, you're, you're disqualified. And Zara said, well, hang on. I've run the last 50 metres on the heavy sand. It's got to be a disadvantage. And the Indian guy, as Indians do, shook his head and said, nevertheless, uh, out of bounds. So uh, that's what happened. <laughs> Noel Callo, thanks so much for your time, mate. We'll let you get back to your walk and good luck tomorrow and uh, hopefully catch up again on the punters, mate. And the punters out there too. There's a little uh, TV show called Son of Snippet. Uh, uh, it's uh, done by the Gold Coast Surf Club by me and uh, Gibbo. So uh, if you get bored, you can listen to me again and uh, get up and about. Good on thanks, you, mate. Boys. Noel Callow there on the punters, mate. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. On a Saturday morning, and it's all thanks to uh, Queensland Racing. Racing is right across the state this weekend and this week. And it's a not, letdown's the wrong word, Sammy, but it's sort of a, a time to catch your breath, isn't it, after the Magic Millions as we get ready for the autumn? Yeah, it's, uh, gee, you're right there, Mark. It, uh, it's it's full on. But, yeah, that we are right on the heels of the autumn and it'll come around so quickly. Um, it's uh, But it's good, isn't it? It's, mm. it's good that we have... Um, we have good racing right around the country uh, all year round, so uh, we are we are very spoiled. Time for follow, fold, or forgive. Now I have a few today, but we'll start with your follow, folds, and forgives for this Friday morning. Let's start with uh, what have we got from the week to follow in your minds? Uh, the week to follow, I think Kyle Wilson Taylor bagging five winners. I know we've we've been spruiking him for a couple of weeks, haven't we, Mark? And we, we all know that he's a great talent, but 
Going to Doombin uh, last Saturday and, and bagging five winners, gee, that's a fantastic effort. So uh, he is only going to uh, get more opportunities and, and you know, it will be in no time that he will be one of the top jockeys uh, in Brisbane. I have no doubt about that. I think uh, he's just a great talent. He's, he works hard and he's got a great boss in Lindsay Hatch who um, will keep him very well grounded. He won't let him get ahead of himself and, and he hasn't let him loose in, in town too soon, has he? You know, it's it's uh, Lindsay's been really mindful of just uh, just going along steadily with, with Kyle and... Uh, yeah, he's uh, geez, a good talent. He's riding super. So he is a definite follow. Now, that's interesting because he's the second jockey to feature in follow, fold or forgive. I threw in a couple of months ago as a follow, Angela Jones. So interesting. We've got Angela and Kyle from uh, up uh, on the down. So, yeah, terrific. Five winners anywhere at any time is outstanding. We'll go with forgive. I tell you what, Mark, I tipped a horse in the Magic Millions, uh, Thalwell. It was $36. He mm. was big odds. Um, Sharon Livingston trains him. Uh, Justin Stanley rides him. And uh, look, the ho- I thought the horse ran well considering the conditions. We actually went into that race meeting last Saturday thinking that it was going to be at least the jar off the ground. Yeah, it was, it was upgrade, a good three. Upgraded to a good three very early, and it didn't suit this horse. I'm sure this horse has gone out in the paddock now, and he'll be better uh, next time round when he comes back and the time under his belt. But, um, don't, yeah, don't drop off him. Uh, I think um, he, he's going to be a really good talent, and he's got a good future, that horse. And as I say, I, I know uh, he didn't step up in the Magic Millions, but there was... I think that he, he was at the end of the prep and, and the firm track uh, brought him undone. So um, he'll I'll, I'll stick with him, that horse. I think Thalwell's a, a nice horse. Yeah, I was surprised because this time last week, the Gold Coast was a soft five and we were talking to Henry Plumtree and it was bucketing down. Exactly. And we thought it might even get to a soft six or seven, but then I always saw a good three. I thought, wow, yep. that uh, sun is really in the breeze, has really um, played its part. So that's a forgive now. This is forget. Uh, yeah, forget. Well, is it is is it fold? Fold. This one? Follow, fold. Fold. Where do yeah. I get forget from? Sorry, yeah, fold. This is the fold. Well, maybe forget too. This, fold well, and forget and never again. Right? <laughs> so this is Warwick last Saturday. Yep. This horse that Nathan Grubby Day rode, no love lost. I had people tipping me this from everywhere. I I had a mate in Torquay send me a message, say, this is a moral. This, it is just a matter of jump out, sit on its back and it wins. And I'm like, well, hello. Right. So the world's on this horse. No <laughs> love lost. we! what a cockroach it is. So it, uh, it'll never get me again. It jumped, it jumped a bit slow, uh, head in the air. It was just basically wanted to bolt in the race. Its manners were, uh, terrible. Uh, it got beaten 8.8, running 11th. Uh, you know what? When you get a tip like that, you like them at least to run second or third. But <laughs> 11th, beaten eight legs, never again for no love lost from me. Okay, so there are your follow, fold, or forgive. i got three. i got a couple of follows and a f- um, forgive. I think you throw Cool and Getter in there. We spoke about Cool and Getter earlier. I loved Isotope returning, so there's a couple of follows there. But I also want to forgive Miami Fleiss. Drew the car park, uh, spoke to Steph during the week. She said it ran really well. 
um, and just never got, you know, a chance because of the wide barrier draw. So I'm going to forgive Miami Flies because I think it's a quality horse. So those three um, from the weekend, no Einstein with Cool and Gatter. Great to see Isotope back, and I think we can forgive Miami Flies. Is that fair? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think um, uh, it's – and, you know, I know Steph, she's got a really good opinion of that horse, yeah. hasn't she? Yeah. It's, uh, uh, but the, you know what? The Gold Coast track can do that with bad barriers. And uh, I, I said it last week, you need to get the right run in the race. And that's where James McDonald, he was, uh, you know, and you expect it from James McDonald. He's, a, he's an outstanding jockey, but he jumped and put that that Philly Coolangatta into the race in the right spot. He didn't want to get into any trouble or try and ride the horse too cute. So he he used her to get across, but then the tempo backed off and she she just had the perfect run in the race. But if you if things go uh wrong and you get the rough run in the race, uh, you know, it it brings you undone. That is follow, fold, or forgive for the week. The punters made Mark Braybrook and Sam Holland on this Friday morning. Uh, some good news during the week as we change tack to harness racing now, Sammy, because uh, the Redcliffe Cup has doubled in prize money and will be a Group 1 race in 2022. And joining us on the line is the harness racing manager for Racing Queensland, David Brick, who's a, a regular on the program. And it's great to speak to him again. G'day, mate, and a happy new year to you. Likewise, Sammy and Mark. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, good to have a chat. Yeah, and terrific news. And what a way to start the year and what promises to be a, a big 12 to 24 months for harness racing in uh, southeast Queensland. Yeah, well, we thought uh, we'd get the magic millions out the road and then uh, roll out some announcements from a harness point of view. These will take effect later in the year for our Constellations Carnival, which uh, goes from June and July. But, uh, yeah, it's great to get some of this out, out and about and uh, hopefully some participants either locally or abroad can start targeting their horses towards these races. So tell us what's happening with the Redcliffe Cup. Yeah, look, so the Redcliffe Cup's a stand start event, so probably uh, not uh, not typically you see a lot of stand starts events these days, but uh, the Redcliffe Cup traditionally been a stand start event and the club came to us looking to uh, inject some money and, and they were going to contribute. So we had a chat with them and uh, and decided uh, we could get it to a group one level at $100,000. Uh, and then in conjunction with that, we just wanted to make sure that there were some um, some good quality opportunities for horses leading up to that race. And we've in- implemented also a stand start season, provides horses with education and also punters the opportunity to see those horses behind the tapes because, as I said, it's a little bit different to, to coming up on the mobile. And, David, it's uh, it, it can Redcliffe itself is... Um... Uh, like I don't know uh, so much about harness racing, but I've actually been out to Redcliffe. It's it's a really unique track, isn't it? You've driven it, haven't you? Sam? Yeah, I was. Have uh, you? Yeah, I was actually. Uh, uh, yeah, I was. I was uh, in the in the uh, sulky there. It was great fun. It's first time I've ever done it. I, I was. I, yeah. I couldn't believe how fast they go, and uh, yeah, it was it was great fun. I loved it. Yeah, no, look, it is. It's a it's a triangle, as uh, so it's you know, completely unique. But um, it's a bit of a leveller in that regard. It's the three straights. Uh, we do find it a really competitive racetrack and it probably does uh, work well with a stand-start event because you've got handicaps, so your better horses are going to be off some, um, some metres and um, it brings those horses off the front into the race. So uh, it is a, certainly a unique track. It's a great viewing track because you, you can be so close to them with the, uh, with the shape of it. And, um, yeah, so we were looking forward to that last year. We had some really good horse flesh there. And I think with this injection of this race here, um, there'll be more there. The club and RQ did put some money into and quite significant money into 
<clears throat> redesigning the track uh, in the last couple of years, and that's really helped uh, one from a horse point of view. But I think also confidence in terms of um, participants willing to bring their better horses there. And we saw Krug go around last year. He was um, you know, the best three-year-old in, in New Zealand. He won the Derby in, in track record time. So um, I think from that point of view, a lot of those concerns that may have been there with the track in the past, just because it is unique, um, are somewhat abated. Now, David, I had no idea. So can I just segue for a little minute with my mate here about him behind? Uh, What was the difference, Semi, in being on top of a horse as a jockey and the sulky as a driver? What what, I know, I would imagine being a jockey felt more comfortable, but how difficult was it to control the horse? Uh, Well, I I didn't uh, I didn't have to um, control it so much because it was that two seater. Oh, two seater one, yeah, yeah, and. uh, Brittany Graham was, she was driving it and I was just sitting there, uh, yeah, laughing and, and, uh, I had the phone out taking footage and it was so funny. It was just, uh, as I say, excuse me, as I say, coming around that turn, uh, it's such a unique track. As David said, it's a triangle and, um, yeah, coming around that turn and you're just like, wow, you, you could really feel the horse sort of building, building, um, even though you're behind him, but he's building pace, getting around that turn, and then it straightens up and just goes bang. And, uh, yeah, it was great fun. I, I, I loved it. Oh, good so, stuff. Really now, Dave, yeah. the Redcliffe Club increase is, is not the only thing because um, there's been uh, some other prize money increases as well. Yeah, look, so as part of that, the, the clubs also, and RQ, we've increased their Derby and Oaks to, to group three level on that night, which is good. And as I said last year, we had a, a really good event in both of those classes, so uh, which is good. Uh, we've also got some other announcements coming the next week or two. Um, basically emanated from a review of the carnival we did last year. It was really successful, but uh, as always, there's things you can improve on, and uh, we've, we've identified a few of those. So there was some feedback about trying to provide some opportunities specifically for, for Queensland horses, so we'll be announcing that next week, um, as well as um, some work about trying to bring the Marburg Club into the... Into and then the following week, we'll, uh, we'll have some announcements around our Albion Park part of the carnival. So, yeah, so over the next couple of weeks, we'll roll out a few of those announcements and, and looking forward to that. Yeah, an exciting time. And as we were discussing before, with regards to, you know, the the Magic Millions over in the Summer Carnival, the Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival over, it's now gives you some some fresh air or some open, open space to be able to get uh, these announcements out and people taking notice as well, which is a great time of year to, to publicise that. Yeah, correct. That's what we thought. And um, yeah, from a national point of view, Victoria and um, New South Wales, from a harness perspective, sort of in, in the limelight at the moment. But we want those horse people to uh, come out of those carnivals and think where they're heading next. So we're really keen to get this information out so they can have that in the back of the mind. Um, hopefully after they have a win during the feature races on at the moment, that uh, they're targeting Queensland um, come mid-year. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time. Always good to talk to you. And no doubt we'll be speaking again uh, as more announcements are made. Sounds good. Thanks for good your time. On you, mate. David Brick there from uh, Racing Queensland. He's in charge of harness racing there. And it's been a, a wonderful 12 months. Mentioned crew coming to Redcliffe. And uh, we've had some of the, you know, um, best paces coming to, to town in the, the last couple of uh, years. And uh, things are only improving in all three coats. Greyhounds are going gangbusters as well. We've just finished spruiking the Magic Millions. And now a Redcliffe Cup up to Group 1 status, which is fantastic. Yeah, and, and Redcliffe itself, um, we've you know, the, the town itself has got a lot going on, hasn't it? With the, mm, uh, the Dolphins. With, with the Dolphins too. Yeah. So it, it all adds to... Um, 
uh, yeah, good good sport, good good uh, good sporting town. Yeah, and the the Brisbane Raw play out at Redcliffe too in the A League as well. So they're out there, um, won their first match of the season during the week. So well yeah. done to the Raw out at Ready. Now we better take a break here on the punters, mate. Other side of the break, we'll come back and get Sam's weekend forecast, and we'll get uh, some of the latest betting markets. Thanks to our good friends at CrossBet, Scott Cross, and they've just uh, finished the Australian PGA where. Remember I told you that last week, Sammy, that um, I played in the CrossBet team and yes. Jed, Jed Morgan was our pro in that team and Jed went on and won the tournament by 11 shots. Fantastic. You'd be surprised. I, I take no credit for that, even though, <laughs> I, even though I did give him a couple of tips in the program on Wednesday and he's a good boy too from uh, Gales as well as Royal Queensland, my course. So it's great to see Jed do so well. Not going so good at the moment at the Queensland PGA at Nudgee, which is a little bit disappointing. Fingers crossed he can make the cut there. He's had a tough start in the second round. But a break and back with more on The Punter's Mate. CrossBet, Australia's freshest sports betting app. Download the CrossBet app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Sammy, the tennis today. Ash Barty is in action tonight against Camilla Georgie. Ash, a dollar eight. Camilla Georgie, eight dollar fifty at the moment. Camilla's thirtieth in the world, so it won't be easy for Ash, but uh, or in the top thirty, so in the top forty at least. So it'll be a tough one for Ash, her, her toughest challenge of the tournament so far. But she is a dollar eight uh, to win that tonight. Madison Keys is also playing today. She's a dollar twenty two to beat Ching Wang of China. Now also playing today is the uh, girl that um, eventually Ash hopefully will play. In the fourth round, Naomi Osaka. She's $1.35 to beat Amanda Anasimova, who is at $3.10. So that's the women's draw of the singles today. We've got the Big Bash, the Eliminator tonight. The Adelaide Strikers taking on the Hobart Hurricanes. Adelaide $1.75. The Hurricanes at $2.10. Um, and then tomorrow, the Perth Scorchers are taking on the Sydney Sixers. The Scorchers $1.67 and the Sixers are at $2.20. And then on Monday, do you like your NFL or over the weekend, the NFL? The um, playoffs continue. I don't know enough about don't it. Don't you? I enjoy the NFL. Tennessee Titans favoured to beat the Bengals, $1.55. Bengals, two forty five. The Packers and the 49ers. The Packers favoured $1.44, two eighty five. The 49ers. Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Surely you know of Tom Brady. Yes, I know. sixty-eight. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The LA Rams are at two twenty. And the Chiefs are favourites to beat the Bills, $1.77 to the Bills, $2.05. So there are some of the markets this weekend in the big sporting events. Freshen up your punning this summer with CrossBet, Australia's freshest sports betting app. Download the CrossBet app today and gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The weekend forecast. Can you find us a winner or two, Sam? I hope so, Mark. Uh, I like the sunny coast tonight. Uh, that's not a bad meeting there. Race four, number seven, Avita Lavi for Chris Maher. He's a good trainer, Chris Maher. He's got a, a a nice little stable there at uh, Eagle Farm, and uh, he does a really good job with his horses. And this mare, she won first up with Malia Castle on board. She was a, a really good winner there at the Sunny Coast. Then she went second up to Doombin. Brett Preble uh, was on board, and uh, she just didn't have the best of luck. She she pressed forward and. Then they sort of rounded up and got locked away, and she just couldn't get out and improve into the race when she needed to. And gee, I, I thought she was uh, she was really good. So uh, up to the eighteen hundred is going to be a positive. Malia Castle back on board takes three kilos off, bit of weight relief. She gets the right run in the race. Gee, I think she'll be hard to beat. 
into race five, number four, pedal to the metal for the Edmonds camp. Uh, this horse was down in Victoria, and his form was only moderate, but uh, he has improved since coming up here and getting in the sun. And he was a good winner last start. I think up to the mile was will really suit this horse, and uh, he can... Uh, I'm banking on him being effective in that heavy ground and, and uh, just keep slugging away. So uh, race four, number seven, Avita Levy into race five, number four, pedal to the metal. Doombin tomorrow, I like one at a bit of odds. Uh, race four, number eight, Savvy Oak. Sam Collard on board for Rob Heathcote. Sam rode this horse last time around. I backed it last time around. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was worth a, a squeak in that, and he ran third. He was good. He just didn't get room when he needed to. Uh, with a bit more room and flowing into the race, uh, you know, I, I think he finishes even closer. And I think Sam will be better for that having the ride on him last time round. And I think he's a he's a a, a good bet. Uh, race four, number eight, Savvy Oak. He was about eighteen dollars this morning when I had a look. Uh, race six, number seven, Amity Gal. The world was on this horse when it won at the Sunny Coast last time round. Uh, everyone was tipping it and it trialed up enormously and didn't it deliver uh, at the Sunshine Coast that jumped and travelled up beautifully and just kept cruising. So I think uh, it will win again uh, from the David Van Dyke stable with Ryan Pug Maloney on board. I think they've got a handy one there in Amity Gal. And back to the sunny go coast on Sunday, wait all day, race seven, number 12, December Diamond. I like this. Uh, it's had two runs under its belt. I think it'll be suited to uh, this race on Sunday, and it can step up and uh, get the money in the last. So, yeah, it's a bit of a long wait, but we won't mind if our pockets are full, Mark. Absolutely. Is that another Sam Collett? It is another Sam Collett. Is there a relationship forming here, Sam? No, are you, are just you a, following Sam Collett? I, I, is it the look, Sam or is it the jockey experience? The I, jockey I'm just a big fan. I think she's yeah. a great pilot and uh, – uh, obviously, she's she's a, a good jockey over in New Zealand, and I think uh, she's just going to keep going from strength to strength up here in, in Queensland with uh, good opportunities. So, yeah, I, I think uh, she'll win on December Diamond. Well, um, Henry Plumtree, who we had on the show last week, um, obviously now based in New Zealand at Cambridge Stud, he was glowing in his praise of uh, Sam Collett and said, keep an eye on her. I caught up with him yesterday. Uh, so he echoes everything that you were saying about uh, the abilities of Sam Collett as a jockey. Well, Henry is an outstanding judge, as we know. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, well, back in the day when he was Lloyd Williams's man, he, he'd pick all the right jockeys uh, for the good horses. And, uh, no, he's, he's a good man and terrific judge. Sadly for you, Sammy, he did confirm, and Michelle, my sister, he confirmed for me yesterday that Brett Preble will be riding Probabil in the Autumn Carnival down in Melbourne. I think Probabil is racing uh, 12th of February or something. It'll, it'll be back, probably. So you missed out on that. Yeah. Um, but expected, Ascot. Expected. Ascot, maybe, mate. If you want to <laughs> get yourself back in shape, you, ne you never know. You're like in a big city. I'll cheer her on. Good on you, mate. That's all we have time for. Thanks for filling in for Chris. But I will see you tomorrow morning again for the Darling Download. Looking forward to that, mate. Hope you're successful this afternoon on Trackside and you have a big weekend and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks very much, Mark. All the best, punters. Good on you, mate. That is it for the punters, mate. We'll be back next Friday morning to do it all again. We'll catch you tomorrow morning for the Darling Download, but for this Friday, January 21, that is the punters, mate.